Hello, it is I, Kermit. It's Jacqueline. I have a cold. I It's not COVID. I have tested, but I have a cold and I sound like, like, uh, it's not easy being green. That is, that's what I sound like today. So I'm really sorry, but I want to get this episode out. So I hope that you're okay with me sounding a little froggy, froggy, <laughs> a little froggy and a little Canadian today. Thank you. Um, Let's see, what do I have to talk about? Well, number one, of course, everything happening in Ukraine right now is completely devastating. I'm keeping my eyes and my ears on the news. Um, awful and horrible. Um, but again, you know, I'm I'm donating when I can and, you know, allowing myself to, I mean, no one, guys, y'all, it's not fun to stay on the news and read about awful humanitarian crises and war crimes and people dying and wars. But at the same time, it's like if you don't sit and watch it and hear it and understand what's happening, like you are missing a lot. Like these are like what you can so easily just turn off and ignore are millions of other people's realities. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to me like something that can be, that can or should be ignored. So I'm not doing that and I'm keeping up to date with it and keeping myself informed. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the best things you can do along with donating money to, um, I know a lot of people are, um, getting Airbnbs and that's really great, but make sure you're not getting it for Western Ukraine. Um, on, you know, well, I shouldn't even say that, but getting it in the right parts of Ukraine. Listen to, um, there is a Ukrainian who lives in Western Ukraine um, and their TikTok is Zena Solo, X-E-N-A-S-O-L-O. And you can get on that. Um, and she gives amazing different ways that you can help give back to Ukraine. Um, one of them, one of the sites is Back It Alive. That's a really great resource. Um, one of them is she talks about how to do Airbnb donations if that's what you want to do and how to like how to do it so it's actually helping people. Um, and you're so that you're getting Airbnb in the right spots where refugees are or where people actually need that money. Anyway, um, definitely pay attention to that. I also saw that Texas blocked um their legislation that was going to be incredibly abusive and harmful to trans children. Um, so that's a little bit of good news. Um, although we should be constantly fighting for equality and for trans rights, um, trans rights are human rights. So, you know, there's so much in the world to pay attention to currently. Um, and I just think that's very important, um, especially considering the card we're going to talk about today. Uh, but let me just get through housekeeping here first. So one, we have um, Patreon. We have several new members. I'm in the process of, I was going to do it yesterday, um, but I ended up, as you can tell, getting sick. And I didn't do a whole lot yesterday other than sneeze um, and cough. So there's that. Uh, but today I'm going to try to jump on my laptop. Today is Sunday for me and Monday for you. Uh, but try to jump on my laptop and finish scheduling the a monthly AMA for the Hierophant and Lovers tiers in my Patreon and get that scheduled. Um, the AMA is essentially more of a um, monthly hour long, like cocktail hour type thing where we can talk about tarot and 
um, I can teach and you can teach me and we can talk about all things, everything, spirituality, ghost or otherwise. And I think that I'm really looking forward to it and excited to schedule that. My goal is to make it work for as many people's schedules as possible. So that is, I'm going to work on that. Let's see. Also, we got several new reviews. And listen, y'all, from whether you are joining Patreon or you are rating and reviewing the podcast, like, please know that however you choose to support the podcast, it makes me so unfathomably happy. Like, it is such an honor and it makes me so happy to read Um, I got two reviews this week that I got to read that made me do little happy dances and several people joined Patreon, which made me like jump up and down and just very grateful and very honored. And y'all, you know, like this podcast has been in the top 100 all week in in the US, like, and and by top 100, I mean like in the top, like it's been like in the 50s and 70s. Um, and every time we, as we get more listeners for every, every time somebody rates or subscribes and um, rate and subscribes, rates or reviews or subscribes, it gets it further, it pushes the podcast further forward. And that's all you. And I am so eternally grateful for all of that. So thank you. So today we are going to talk about the world. I know this is another major arcana card, and I am sorry that these episodes, major arcana episodes are always a little bit longer. So either I'm sorry or you're welcome if you like the longer episodes. The reason they're longer is because there's so much more of an over, there's so many more themes to talk about. They're so, the major arcana cards are so poignant and the imagery in them is so important. So they just, they take longer to talk about. And I don't plan what I'm going to talk about. I just kind of ask my deck, as I've said, what should we talk about? And the deck says, here, have a card. Um, so I always kind of look at these episodes as kind of like a huge, like, what are we going to talk about? Like a gift from, you know, gift from source or gift from spirit, kind of a guiding, even, you know, even just the card we talk about, not specifically the collective reading. So the card we're talking about this week being the world um, is very exciting. This is the last card of the Major Arcana. It's a big fucking deal. It's card 20. It's card 21. Yeah. See, I can count. I can read Norman numerals. Roman, Roman numerals. Um, but the world is a really, it is a really beautiful card. Um, it's mostly blue. Uh, that's important. And I will explain why it's mostly blue. Um, in the middle of the card, there is a person. Um, if you look at it, um, most modern day tarot readers kind of prescribe this person to be more androgynous. Um, if you read and Google it, it'll say a woman. I t- I kind of tend to prescribe to the notion that gender it doesn't necessarily matter at all in tarot. They're all just people. Um, but some people will say, but when you Google it, I just want to make it clear that when you Google it, it'll say woman. Um, it's it's person. Uh, and they've got this banner kind of wrapped around them uh, over their shoulders and then, uh, you know, through their, like, over their body and through their feet. And they're holding two batons in their hand. I would say they're very similar looking to wands or to the wand that the magician holds um, early, early on in the Major Arcana. It's actually card one, the Major Arcana. It's the start of the lifeline. Um, around them is a big circular wreath. And then in the corners of the cards, there, um, so like in the every corner of the card, there are four uh, little symbols or pictures that represent the four fixed signs in astrology. 
So in the starting with the top left corner, there is a man um, or and they represent Aquarius um, in the top right corner is an eagle, which hear me out, represents Scorpio. Scorpio is um, traditionally depicted uh, primarily as three different things, obviously a scorpion, a phoenix, but then also an eagle. And yes, Scorpio is a water sign. So we'll just keep going. Uh, In the bottom right-hand corner is a lion for Leo. And then in the bottom left-hand corner is a bull for Taurus. Pamela Coleman-Smith designed the card this way to kind of talk about fixed signs, kind of like they make a big impression on on the world, supposedly as like a whole. Listen, I'm not like I know astrology, but like that's not my main my main shtick. My husband is super into astrology and would be able to kind of clarify more about that. But the fixed signs in astrology, um, they follow cardinal signs and they they like take the next phase of each perspective season. So like um Taurus is supposed to strengthen spring, Leo radiates summer, Scorpio fuels autumn, and Aquarius embraces winter. Uh, they're like supposedly like a embodiment of their season. Uh, so the four seasons of the world, you know, those types of things. That's Pamela Coleman Smith made them to look like essentially all creatures and beasts of the world, uh, kind of fixed and supporting the world as a whole in regards to, you know, both astrology and the creatures that live on the world as a whole. Uh, They're essentially like powerhouses who have endurance to take ideas and make them like make them whole and complete Um, stamina to see things through. Uh, Guys, literally, I'm like paraphrasing a an article I found on them. so, and I'll have you all know I am a Leo. <laughs> so apparently I'm fixed in the bottom right-hand corner of this card. But essentially it's it's like um, supporting each season um, as it supports the world. Um, they're essentially like the the fixed, they, they represent the, the, they're the signs that represent the seasons of their elements. So yeah, yeah. Um, there are no signs that are better than another. That's just, I'm just describing why Pamela Coleman Smith painted these in the corners of the world card. Um, that is my goal here. So they're in the corners of this card. Um, they have little clouds around them and the card is primarily blue. That's the imagery that we're working with. Let's move forward from there. I want to talk on, especially because when we get to the collective reading, this will be important to you, but Cars that are primarily blue in the Smith Rider weight, uh, you know, you, you you've got the suit of cups, the suit of swords is mostly blue. The star, hint hint, is mostly blue. Blue in the tarot is supposed to represent water and wind. It's that internal, un like subconscious tug and feeling. Blue is feeling, emotion and thought and comfort. Blue is a very like almost cathartic, comforting color. In the world, we are in a place where things have come once again, full fucking circle, full circle. Um, When you pull the world, a lot of times your first thought will go to successful completion, happy ending. And that can be true. But I, not every ending is like, think about a relationship that just wasn't working out. Like, yes, it's for the better, but are you happy that it happened? 
No, obviously you would have preferred that that relationship had been successful or your partner had been exactly what you needed them to be or you could have been what your partner needed you to be. So while it's not always necessarily like, who, yeah, happy breakup, it is, you know, a, a world moment of, okay, like you have done everything and mastered, you have done everything you came to do in this relationship. There's nothing left more to do. So now you continue on, you have the world at your feet. I mean, when I look at this card, it's you have the world at your feet. Either you you have com- you have successfully completed something or something has been successfully completed. That doesn't always correlate to happy, happy ending, um, but it does correlate to something ending exactly the way that it always was supposed to. These full circle moments tied, like all of the loose strings are tied. Um, that is the world because the world sits at the end of the major arcana. It is at the end of also then the rebirth line. By the time that you get to the world, you have literally experienced every theme possible, humanly or spiritually possible. You have you have traveled from the North Pole back to the North Pole. You've seen and done it fucking all. You have physically lived. You have literally died. You have you have spiritually died. You have done everything and been reborn. You've done everything that you could possibly do. And you get to the world and you understand the seasons and you understand how you relate to every single creature, how how human relates to eagle, relates to lion, relates to bull, how spring relates to summer, relates to fall, relates to winter, how all things are always and constantly serving each other to to create something so fucking beautiful. And this this card is an encouragement to be that. It's in the rebirth line. So it's always, an while it is talking about like an ending, it's also an encouragement to acknowledge how everything relates to each other. You can't have one person living in one place not affect a person living in a completely different place. I know that that sounds really stupid, but it also is very, very true. And let me explain. Me right here, laying in my bed, taking breaks from this podcast to sneeze into tissues is absolutely affecting somebody across the world from me right now. The choices I make every day in this bed Hopefully I'm not in this bed every day, but the choices that I make every day from any part of my life are affecting somebody else. Where am I putting my money? Where am I putting my time? Where is that money going? The people I work for, what are they doing? Where is their money going? The products I buy, the products I use, the the way that I consume media, social media, interact with people the way that they interact with me, we are all constantly affecting each other. We are all consistently doing things that create change. It's all the butterfly effect, right? The world is that acknowledgement of full circle of, I understand how I affect others, how my attitude affects others, how the attitude that I, how I raise my daughter, how that is going to affect the world someday. Because we're all above it. Like, yes, like we float above the world. What's very interesting to me about the world card is that it in no way depicts like the actual earth, right? Like 
It's talking about this full on collective. We are spring. We are summer. We are fall. We are winter. We are ourselves. We are other people. We are so we are so above everything right now that we understand how small and insignificant, but at the same time, how huge and meaningful we are because we all have these choices, right? Choosing to not ignore what is happening over in Ukraine right now, what's happening in Russia, choosing to see and witness it and help any way that you can is affecting other people. If at the bare minimum, it's that you are seeing their stories and are going to be able to raise future generations to be to fight harder for people, to be more tolerant of people, to be more loving, to not stand for war crimes and invasions of sovereign countries. When we when we raise our children, hopefully there will eventually come a time when we are not taking away the rights of trans children or trans parents or the trans community where we are not just in a police state violently violating the rights of the black community, of people of color. Like we and how we act and where we put our money and what we do and how we vote and if we vote and what we say, it affects everybody all of the time. And that should make you feel both really, really, really big and really, really, really small. Because that's kind of the the feeling of the world, right? It's we are both nothing and everything. We go from the fool, which is card zero, but is also the starting point of the major arcana, though we don't include it in the life, death, or rebirth lines. Because you, your soul, that tabula rasa, you are the fool, card zero, becoming each and every part of the tarot. But I would argue that in the world, that wreath that looks so much not like a circular wreath and so much more like a zero, in the world, the fool understands that they are both nothing and everything. They become the world. Um, Energy cannot be created or destroyed. That is a scientific fact. And even though I got C's all the way through my every science course I ever took, I came away with that piece of information. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. We, as a planet, this, okay, got y'all, like this fact blows my mind all of the time. One of the reasons that even though we have billions more people on earth living now than we ever had. And we have more large, heavy steel buildings and very large pieces of equipment and just shit everywhere. One of the reasons that the earth doesn't just get heavier and heavier and heavier and just fall out of the fucking gravitational pole and plunge us into the depths of space is because every single piece of matter and mass, every atom that came with this world has been recycled and used to create everything in this world. And that includes you. That includes you. 
So the world has always contained every single atom that it will always contain, and we will never have more atoms or less atoms. We will just keep consistently reusing energy and mass and matter always the same things, no matter what we create, no matter what goes away, we will always be all together here. All of us. Before before life and after death, we will always be a part of this, of this world, of this earth. And that's the world card. It is a reminder that we are nothing and we are everything and we are all part of each other and we are all every single one of us, a full circle moment for something. Because there is not one of us on this earth who is not made of what was and who is not going to be what will be millions of years from now. And anyway, I find that fascinating. And it makes me feel whenever I pull the world card, it is a reminder to keep my ears open and my eyes open and understand and witness and see what is happening and be and make decisions throughout my day that will affect others in a positive way, as well as understanding that something in my life has come full circle, whether that's an epiphany, whether that is an understanding I didn't have before, but now have, whether that is a decision that I have made so that I mean, like, listen, this is like a really basic understanding of the world, but there are a thousand little tiny decisions I made that if I had made one differently, I wouldn't have met my husband. If I hadn't moved to Nashville, if I hadn't taken a job for a month at a mall that was miserable, if I hadn't quit exactly when I quit or broken my phone and needed to go to that mall to get my phone fixed because it was the only place I knew there was an Apple store, if I hadn't worn an exact dress that a girl complimented who just happened to be from my hometown and was the first person I actually went out and hung out with here, if she hadn't taken me to that one concert, I wouldn't have met I wouldn't have had a milkshake cup thrown at me by some weird bearded, red-haired bearded man. And that's how I met my husband. If a thousand things hadn't lined up exactly how they were supposed to, I wouldn't have met my husband exactly when I did. The world is a full circle moment of where you can finally see how everything was supposed to be all along. You are above it. You are in it. You understand. In temperance, we have a little bit of that. After death, we come into temperance. Temperance is actually the end of the death line. So the death line doesn't end in death. The, t- the death line ends in rebirth, which I, I like say a thousand times throughout this podcast, but I think that's beautiful. And in temperance, you have this hindsight of, oh, I understand why that had to be now, but you understand why everything in your life had to be. When you get to the world, you understand why everything had to be. You understand and you see yourself and you see others in everything. You understand why spring leads to summer and summer leads to fall and fall everything begins to kind of fade and in winter it's death and then everything is born again in the spring. You understand why all of that has to happen. Everything has a season. Everything has a cycle. Everything has a season. That's the world. That's exactly why the four fixed signs are in the corner of that card. Everything has a season. Everything has a full circle. In a reading, when you pull the world, 
an, a really good way to remember it is everything has a season. What, what season am I in and what has come full circle? It can be a very happy card to pull, a card of victory, a card of success. It can also be one that's met with a little bit of melancholy of like, okay, well, it's not exactly how I wanted it to go, but everything has a season. And that is the beauty of the world. It is a reminder that your life is about you, but it's also not. It's about everyone else as well. Everyone else, every other person, every other person in the world, because everything that makes up you has made up every other person that is in an animal and plant and thing that has ever existed previous to you. Just billions and billions of billions of atoms. You are you, but you are the world. So what happens in the world matters to you as well. These episodes with the Major Arcana, it's just, I'm sorry, they're so heavy. I love talking about them. They're my favorite, honestly, favorite cards to talk about because there's just so much to them, but I understand that it is so incredibly heavy. Um, But as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I and Miss Piggy um, come out together to sing a tiny little Muppet jingle. It's not, this is the collective reading. And as I hinted at earlier, this week, we are in the reverse star. Um, this coming week, we are we are all collectively crying with each other. We all are going to feel very strongly what others are feeling. The star is a moment. The star is, it comes right after the tower. It is, um, when I think about the star, it can talk about peace and, and stuff like that. But I don't like to think of it as... Um, fully like, oh, everything is fine now and you're rebuilding because it can talk about like that. But the way that it more comes up for me is, um, have you ever had just like a really, really awful thing happen? Like whether whether a loved one has passed or you're in a awful, awful, horrible fight with your partner or or your your family member or a sister, or you really messed something up or something or you got fired and Something just, honestly, just something terrible happens and you go to bed that night and you're worried and you're worried and you're worried, but you go to bed and then the next morning you wake up and for a split second, when you wake up, you are okay because you don't remember. That is a star. The star is a breath. The star is a pause. The star is a minute to just pour out and purge. The star is ruled by Aquarius. Aquarius is the water pourer, which is what we see in the Smith Rider Waite in, of, you know, in the star. The star is pouring endless water into the, into the lake, into the ground. It is the North Star. It is a guiding light, a compass. I talk about this in a really awesome episode and conversation I had early, early on in the podcast. I really encourage you to, to go listen to it because, oh my God, the conversation was just really, really special to me. But in the star, we are, it is, it is absolute emotional pouring out. It is healing. It is healing through tears and healing through openness and healing through a breath and a pause of peace. But after the star, we go into the moon. So we still have to confront the things that are happening. We still have to confront. We still have to come have to have that come to the moon, come to the goddess, come to Jesus, I don't know, moment of dealing with the thing that's in front of us. But in the star, we have a moment of, okay. So this coming week, just 
take breaths where you need to take breaths, but understand that there is going to be a very large collective emotional pull. And I would say don't push back. Sometimes I think that when things get uncomfortable or we're forced to see something that makes us uncomfortable or deal with it, especially, again, I've said this before, apathy is very oftentimes easier than empathy when you are not directly involved in a situation. But this coming week, it's going to be harder to do that. And I encourage you to not be afraid of those those things that come up. When you see the news and you see that more that children are dying in Ukraine, Listen, like, I'm not saying that there's much more you can do besides donate if you can, be loud when you can be loud and and really actively listen. But also let yourself feel for a moment. Let yourself feel. Let yourself feel it because it's catastrophic what's happening. And it's terribly, terribly sad. And honestly, it's kind of scary. It's scary for everyone right now. Not as scary as it is for people in Ukraine being like actively killed in their homes and not as scary for Russian civilians protesting in the streets. But it's scary and it's sad. And we should all remember that we are all we are all connected. What has happened before will happen again. We're seeing a repeating of history. We're seeing a fun fact about water. That's not so much going to be a fun fact because you all know this because you probably all did better in science than me. But water is neither, it it is neither like a limited resource or a renewable resource. Water is like a recycling resource. Um, All of the water we have, we just keep having. Like it rains and then the water seeps into the ground and then plants use that water. But then plants kind of break down and then water evaporates and... Then it goes back into the clouds and then the water comes back down and that all goes, you know, that's also water in the ocean, water in lakes and ponds, water in your literally water that gets ran through your toilet. Like all of this water is recycled. It's it's not quite a renewable resource. It's kind of this, it's kind of like almost an exact, uh, exactly what I said about energy not being able to be created or destroyed. You know, we have kind of this finite amount of water that we just keep seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing and seeing. It's just constant. And in the star, it's just also this reminder that our emotions and how we feel like there is a never ending, there is a never ending well of the human ability to be empathetic, to to cry for others, to love others, to feel for others. Every time we feel like, God, we're fucking burnt out, which you are, we all are. Who in the world right now is not burnt out in different ways? But for the love of God, we are a, we are like that water. We will never run out of the ability to care about others. So utilize that. Whenever you think that you're done and you're dried up, more will come. Whenever you've cried and cried and cried so hard, you think to yourself, wow, there's no possible way I could cry more. You will keep crying. And and while I, I'm not literally saying we should all just cry forever and ever and ever, amen, I am saying we should all reach into the depths of ourselves right now to continuously find ways to care and support and love on others from Texas to Ukraine to the civilians in Russia. Okay, that's it. That is the third or fourth heavy episode in a row. 
And I, who am very sick, am going to go do one of those teapot things where you pour the water through one nostril and it comes out the other nostril, which is both incredibly satisfying and gross. And ta-ta now. <laughs>